Millions of listeners now tuning in across the country. It's showtime. Introducing the star of our show. His name is Elvis Duran. All right, it's the time of day. we got to figure out what we're going to start the show with. Now, we yeah. can start with something fast, something slow, something mellow, something <laughs> something festive, something, something old, something new, something <laughs> borrowed, something blue. I don't know. It's a, what is it? It's a Wednesday. We need a, like a Wednesday, June 16th feeling song. Any requests? Justin uh, Timberlake. Oh, yes. he's always good. He's always good. How about some Senorita? Yeah. Yeah, this is good. This is sexy. It's sexy. It's sexy, fun, and fast. He's talking while I'm talking. Oh, we'll shut up. Right. No problem. We'll play JT all day if it takes it. Yes. Good night. We'll do it. Thank you, Justin Timberlake. Hey, Mary Kate's online too. Our first caller of the day. Let's see what she's up to. Now, Mary Kate is a special needs preschool teacher. Thank you, first of all, for being a teacher. You know we love that, Mary Kate. Yes, and hello, freaking lady. Hello, freaking lady. <laughs> yeah. So I hear you have a question for uh, the morning show. What's that? I do. So tomorrow is our end-of-the-year school party, and I was wondering how many drinks is acceptable to have because I told my coworkers my boyfriend was going to drive me, and one of them looked at me and was like, you're going to drink that much? And I was like, hell freaking yeah, maybe I am, Karen. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You know, it, it's one thing to know that you're going to a party. It's another thing planning to go to a party, planning on your designated driver, and knowing you're going to drink a lot. I think yeah. that says a lot about, well, either what you're celebrating or uh, what feelings you're trying to suppress. I think I mean, it's being yeah. responsible. Just <laughs> in case responsible. you want to make sure. That's all. Right. Just in case. Exactly. Preparing. On the other I mean, hand, we worked through a pandemic. It's true. Right. You don't need a coworker going. Ah, they're, they're already judging you about your 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 drink your drink intake. Mm-hmm. All right, you're not even at the party yet. Exactly. All right. So your question is what? How many is acceptable? Do you think? Fifteen. Oh. Yeah. Fifteen. Easy. Okay. <laughs> wow. It depends on your body weight, doesn't it? And there is that, like that and what you've had <laughs> with your dinner. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really. <laughs> well, it's hand, coworkers, you mean- and you know, you don't want to embarrass yourself. And I, well, and, you know, right. I can get a little goofy when I have a couple. <laughs> yeah, it happens. I love that you have, you have the night planned out. You're, you're expecting trouble is what you're doing, it sounds like. And that's okay. Yeah, I mean, well, some of the teachers are getting a little rowdy. You know, after a long year of social distancing, masks on, these dividers with the kids looking through a plexiglass, it was insane. So yeah. I wow. think we deserve it. You do. I think we all agree that you deserve to do whatever you want to do. Let your hair down. Don't you worry about Karen across the room. Let her Don't. do her own party. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> hey, but Mary Kate, uh, on a serious note, thank you for everything that you have put up with this past year. It's been it's been it's been challenging for everyone. But you think about teachers, students, not only uh, the the days you were separated from them, but then you have to smartly get in the room with them and keep them motivated and, and the parents at bay. You do a lot, so. All teachers, we love you. So as you raise your 15th drink at your party, toast yourself and all your teachers, okay? It's pretty cool. Oh, I definitely will. And thank you, guys. You make my morning every morning on my way to work. Oh, thank you, Mary-Kate. Hold on. We're going to send you some scrubs from Hackensack Meridian. They're on the way, okay? Awesome. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Hold on. Yeah, you know what? you got to think about everyone and what they've been through this past year and a half. And then, you know, last night on TV, a lot of cities are, like, blowing off fireworks and celebrating the end of the pandemic. You know, <laughs> what? Like, well, well it, you know, but maybe it's not the end quite yet, but right. we had, we do have reasons to get out there and have a good time. I'm, I'm in. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I think it was like three months ago. We were like, I don't know. I'm a little... I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready to mix and mingle yet, but I think people are. What do you think? Yep. Yeah. Go out. Yeah. I think everybody's yeah. ready to be out there. I, I don't <laughs> agree with everything they're doing, though. Like, I don't agree with getting rid of, like, the extra cleaning protocols no. in places. I'm like, dude, that should be in place no matter what. Right. Extra we should be doing that protocols. all along. What the right. hell? Like, <laughs> you people are crazy. Like, like, when you go to a hotel and they go, we're really cleaning now. Uh, you weren't before? <laughs> like, uh, what were you doing before? Exactly, exactly. It does make one wonder, right? What? Yeah. Okay. So we picked up some good habits during a really bad time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like cleaning things. Cleaning. All right. Yeah. Yeah, let's get into the three things we need to know. Gandhi, what's going on? President Biden is ready to sit down with Russian President Vladimir Putin this morning. He flew to Switzerland yesterday for the last stop on his first overseas trip. The two leaders will cover a variety of topics spanning from the recent cyber attacks to human rights and a nuclear arms reduction treaty. President Biden is also expected to bring up Russia's election interference. It's expected to be a four to five hour meeting with a news conference to follow. A former CDC director says it is possible that COVID really did leak from a lab, stating that it's not consistent with other coronaviruses, which spread a lot slower. He says this suggests that the virus was taken into a lab and taught to evolve so it could be efficiently transmitted to people. President Biden admits this is one theory and has already ordered a new intelligence review this summer. And finally, some people will be really excited about this. Some people probably won't care. But the Girl Scouts are dealing with a massive surplus of cookies. Uh, If you want them, they say that they've got about 15 million unsold boxes this year. Most of them are still stacked up at warehouses. A spokeswoman said a decrease was expected because a majority of cookies are actually sold in person. The Girl Scouts normally sell about 200 million boxes per year. This year, they've got those extras. So if you want them, go get them. They don't mention anything about a discount, though. So I'm not really sure how they're trying to move these boxes but they do have extra and those are your three things excellent all right it is wednesday let's have a wednesday Come on. we're watching everything you text to 55 100 yeah, scary someone just texted in i sniff seats when people get up all oh right. no <laughs> text us at 55 100 standard data and messaging rates may apply elvis duran in the morning show Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover's accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. So I did a little self-reflection last night. Number one, I'm very, very sad, but I'm going to get over it. The fact that I'll never be a male underwear model. Oh, okay. Oh, never say never. And secondly, I... I really, really wanted to sit down and focus on the lyrics to Peaches by Justin Bieber. Mm -hmm. May I? Please. Please. I got my peaches out in Georgia. Oh, yeah. I get my weed from California. That's that. I took my chick up to the north. Yeah, badass bitch. Justin Bieber and Peaches, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. I mean... (laughs) So I wonder where these lyrics came from. I mean, we, he's been interviewed 50,000 times, including by me. And I've never figured out, like, where this came from. Like, what? How do you write a song? Let's start there. I'm in this mood today. I gotta, You know what? I'm living a good life. I get my peaches out in Georgia. I get my weed from California. I took my chick up to the north. Yeah, badass bitch. What a life. <laughs> I mean, you kind of wonder. Yeah. Anyone? Does anyone have any suggestions or hypotheses on this? 
on these lyrics. I think he just took a nice trip to a peach farm and he wrote about it. Could be. <laughs> or does he have them FedEx from, from Georgia? I'm not quite yeah. sure. Oh, yeah, I, don't I think he's trying to flex on all of us with, with the way he goes all over the country and does all different things. That's what I think it's about. Mm. Okay. So he's talking about how it's like this land is your land, kind of a, yeah. but it's a new, like an updated <laughs> like version. Yeah. What are you thinking, Nate? Well, it's even more confounding if you look at it on Wikipedia. Because on Wikipedia, it has seven songwriters. So it took seven people to come up with those lyrics that you just read. Exactly. Oh, wow. Mm. I just, I love, I love the song. It sounds good. But I, I, last night, I was like giving it some deep thought. Like, what was he thinking? Where's it coming from? Oh. I want to know. We got to get him back on the phone. I think collectively, we could also come up with a pretty good song. If everybody just wrote one line, so Elvis, you wrote a line, and then Froggy followed it, and then Danielle or whatever, I think we could come up with some gold or some hot think, trash. Do you think that's how they did it? There were seven people in a room, and they're like, all right, Justin, what is your line? Yeah. <laughs> well, mine is, I got my peaches out in Georgia. Next. Yeah. What's, your, what's yours, Carla? I got my weed in California. <laughs> yep. And they put them all that together, and yep. it's one of our favorite songs. All right. I think that's Just how it works. Don't worry. We'll play it again in a few minutes. You can analyze it yourself. Oh, uh, <laughs> let's get into the horoscopes with Producer Sam. Producer Sam, who, you did, who you, are you doing them with? How about Gandhi? I would love to, Sam, Thanks. as soon as I get it. Okay, here we go. If you're celebrating a birthday today, you celebrate with Phil Mickelson and what would have been Tupac's birthday today as well. Happy birthday. Capricorn, a recent setback could send you spiraling. However, remember, you can always start over again. Your day's a seven. Aquarius, someone close to you will look to you for guidance. Be sure to keep an open heart and mind. Your day's an eight. Pisces, crack open a new book or try to pick up a new hobby that stimulates your mind. Your day is an eight. Aries, don't let unpredictable situations ruin your mood. Keep pushing ahead. Your day's a nine. Taurus, be true to yourself and don't let anyone dull your shine. Your day's a ten. Gemini, the only way forward is through resolving your issues with a friend or a family member. Your day's a nine. Cancer, do not take out your anger on other people. Instead, look at what you can do to help the world around you. Your day is an eight. Leo, let your positivity radiate to all those you come in contact with. Your day's a ten. Virgo, a wish list of all you hope to accomplish. Wait, create a wish list of all you hope to accomplish. Then get into action. Your day's a nine. Libra, try to budget your time better. Rushing will only lead to further setbacks. Your day's an eight. Scorpio, stop letting everything get to your head. Focus on your breathing to better manage your temper. Your day's a seven. And finally, Sagittarius, with each passing day, you're getting closer and closer to achieving your goals. Your day's a nine. And those are your Wednesday morning horoscopes. Watching all the texts coming through, it seems like nine out of ten people are saying this song, Peaches, is about Justin Bieber loving his life because he has all the best. The yeah. peaches are the best because they're from Georgia. The oh. weed is the best because it's from California. <laughs> I'm, I'm, still, I'm still trying to figure out the, I took my chick up to the north, yeah, badass bitch. But we'll figure that out. <laughs> okay. We'll work on that. So quality, it's about quality of life. Can we all buy into that? Yeah. 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 Makes sense. Right. It's flexing Busy on day. Us. He, uh, he is. Busy day. The iHeartRadio Music Festival is coming up in September in Las Vegas. It's back this year. We're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, the list, the lineup, everything is coming up later this morning. Also, a $1,000 Snickers free money phone tap on the way. Uh, we've got lots to do. Danielle, what do you have coming up? Uh, we're going to talk about, oh, I'm so excited because we've got a brand new Beauty and the Beast show that's going to be on Disney+. Plus. We've got to talk about that. And Ariana Grande's new fragrance. You know what I've been missing uh, this past year and a half? Disney on ice. When can I have that back? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's my favorite. All right. Everything. We got lots to do. Hang on. It's all coming up. 
In the course of an hour, we just... Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. As you know, if you're a business owner, uh, it's tough enough. Just trying to compete, win, stay, stay above water, keep your head above water. Well, when it comes time to hiring people, there's a lot of challenges there, too. That's why hiring can make you feel like you're looking for a needle in a haystack. That's why you need to use, as you know, I'm going to say it, ZipRecruiter for free. I'll give you this website. You can use it for free, ZipRecruiter.com slash Elvis. Here's why you need to use it. When you post a job on ZipRecruiter, you, you get your ad sent out to over 100 of the top job sites with just one click. They use their crazy matching technology to find the people with the right skills and experience for your job. They actively invite them to apply. That means you only get people who are qualified for your job and not those other people that just want a job. In fact, ZipRecruiter is so effective, four out of five employers who post on their uh, their website get a quality candidate in the first day. So, don't be overwhelmed. Be uh, hiring the smartest way, (laughs) which is great sentence structure. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Elvis. Use them today. Remember, this is a very unique website I set up just for you, so you can use it for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Elvis. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Look, sometimes you're just really busy. Yeah. And you get a text from someone, and they're like, hey, man, uh, can you tell me uh, what you think about blah, blah, blah? And you can either ignore them because you're really busy, or you can just send them a quick little short text like, yes. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're like, what do you mean? Yes. What's that? Yeah. That's a very short text. And so (laughs) they get, they think you're mad at them because you send them one word. That happens with Froggy's wife, Lisa, all the time because I'm in a hurry sometimes with my soccer and all kinds of other crap. And I go, yeah, 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 no, quickly. Yes or no. And she goes, are you okay? Are you mad? And I'm like, no, I swear to gosh, I'm not. I'm just, I'm just in a hurry. You know, if you add a heart, maybe it fixes everything. Oh, yeah. Right. (laughs) Emojis. Emojis solve all the problems. Or a smiling face. So yesterday, we were, I was really busy trying to you know keep some stuff together, whatever. And someone asked me a question, and I, and I sent back a, absolutely. That's why I, it was a long word. Absolutely, that's mm-hmm. not a yes. That's an absolutely. Yeah. And it was like, what's wrong with you? Mm. Oh, well, nothing's wrong with Aww. me. I, I, I'm just Aww. busy. I'm like, what? Right. Yeah, Froggy. What? The other day, I sent a text to somebody, and it was long, and it was a big. And the answer I got back was, Y U P. Yep. It was all I got back. That was <laughs> I'm like you can't even you can't even give me a real word like I didn't even get a real word I just got what a sound you spend all your time crafting this long text you actually I'm sure you edit a flourish or two to make it seem fun exclamation point exactly they give you a yup yeah that's not I was so mad I was like forget what I said then (laughs) number one way to start a fight with somebody is write back one word to their paragraph people get triggered and they don't think that you're busy. They're just, they're, she's so pissed. Well, I mean, look, I agree with most people that texting can be tedious. And if, I don't want to sit there and have a conversation because it, I mean, I'd rather talk to you on the phone. Because, I mean, you're sitting there and, oh, okay, wrong word. Then you have to delete this. And, you know, okay. No, it, then it's like, well, a phone conversation. Do I really want that? Like, no. How about none of it? I don't want any of it. I know, <laughs> I know Scary gets mad at me because I, I do yeah. like one or two words. Yeah, because I'm one of those text crafters. I like to do the paragraph. And then I, I, I'm looking back at our text history. I haven't seen more than one line at a time. So a string of words. But the second it wraps around to the second line, it's done. Exactly. On your text back. Isn't text that great? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, yeah, it is. 
don't you think it's important to match people's energy? So if you look back at the text conversation, Scary, and you see paragraph one sentence, paragraph one sentence, maybe what you need to do is start writing one sentence because he's busy and really only wants to take in a little bit and give you back one sentence. Could I, be. I can make that adjustment for you, I guess. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, just understand that if you want to have a long, drawn-out conversation on text, you can't expect everyone else to want to do the same thing. I mean, right. I don't know. Texting to me is like, okay, it's just get to the point. Yes, no, maybe. Move on. Heart. I'll give you a heart. Or the, <laughs> the guy that has his hand over his face. Yeah. <laughs> face palm guy. I like him. Or Stevie yeah. Pooh. Yes, Nate. My Steamy pet peeve is when people reply to something that you're trying to get a yes or no with just the letter K. It's like you can't even take the time for a yes or an okay. It's just K. Like, K? really? Yep. Lazy. Why not? It's aggressive. So many people do that, though. K is like, everyone does that. Could you imagine having a conversation with somebody and you give them a long, drawn-out explanation of what you're doing and they go, K. Right. Do that in person. <laughs> See how weird it is and then continue right. doing it. But that's my point. You're not in person. Right. You're not in person. It's it's texting. It's not the same thing. Yeah. It's just not the same thing. And the problem with texting is sometimes it's taken so out of context. Like, you can't tell if a person's pissed or if they're not pissed or, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes it's just because you can't hear their inflection. Okay. But, like you were saying, Danielle, <laughs> you were if you're nasty. texting with Froggy's wife, Lisa. Yeah. And you're in a big hurry. Mm -hmm. It may save you time to give her more than just an okay, yeah. because then she's going to ask you if you're if you're mad, and then yeah, that's that going to cause more of a conversation. Right. It, 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 so you're, it all backfires. Sometimes I just, just call her and I go, "I'm not mad. I love you. I'm just in a hurry." <laughs> I go, I'll call oh. you later. <laughs> How about the worst is when you text somebody something and then you get hit back with one of those long voice notes that's like two minutes and it starts with, oh, girl, you're not going to believe this. I'm oh, like, yeah. damn it. Here it I don't have time for this one. <laughs> we are Stop also it. stupid. We really are. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's get into the Danielle report. We also have uh, producer Sam with the feel goods on the way. Danielle, you're up first. What do you got going on? All right. Well, if you were a fan of Manifest, it has been canceled after three seasons. And the crappy part is... It was. It ended with a cliffhanger in the season finale. <laughs> oh, really? So yes. Yeah, so everybody's like, "What? What?" So the uh, network just decided to just pull it. So of course, the creator is very upset. He's hoping that the show will find a new home somewhere else because fans deserve an ending to the story. I would not be happy if I was a fan of that show. <laughs> Can you imagine? No. Yeah, not. Big, cool. I mean, your writers went to all that trouble to like create this incredible cliffhanger that leaves people just on the edge of their seats. Yeah. And then the network says, "Nah, we're not going to come back." Exactly. That that <laughs> oh, that okay. sucks, man. <laughs> Disney Plus is giving us a Beauty and the Beast prequel series. It's going to follow Gaston and Lefou. Lefou? Lefou? I don't know why I say his name like that. Lefou. Uh, that would be <laughs> Luke Evans and Josh Gad, of course. An eight-episode musical. It's going to dive into their friendship, and it's going to take them on an unexpected journey. So that will be fun. HBO Max has given you a bunch of fun movies for Father's Day. It's all kinds of Father's Day movies. It's a collection of different types of dads and role models and backgrounds and stuff like that. So if you're interested, you can check that out. Selma Hayek's pet owl sits on her head and she meditates. That's just what she does. So she introduced the owl to Harry Styles and she was hoping that the owl would just kind of sit on Harry's head but instead the owl threw up on Harry's head. <laughs> okay, let me ask you. Ew. In there, who in our, in our circle of friends could tell this story? Well, last night I was hanging out with Harry Styles and my owl vomited on his head. I know, exactly. <laughs> Dream. It's Is so real? ridiculous. And you guys remember Gorilla Glue Girl? Well, she's coming yes. 
coming out with her own line of hair care products. She says they will they will hold the pony they'll they'll hold the ponytail like glue, but not like what she went through. Uh, It's called Forever Hair, and Forever Hold is one of the products. They're like thirteen to eighteen bucks, and you can get her on her on her website. You can Google it if you want. YouTuber Jeffrey Star is leaving California. He said after his big breakup, uh, all of the drama he's had this year, his car accident. He said he's got to take some steps towards his mental health and a new chapter. He's selling his home in California. It's like $20 million. He's moving to his second home, which is in Wyoming, and he's going to take a little break for himself there. So Jay-Z is suing a photographer that shot the the Reasonable Doubt album cover because the guy thinks he owns all these pictures that he took of Jay-Z, and he's selling them, and he's making all this money. So Jay-Z even like said, dude, you can't do that. And he thinks, like, well, I took the pictures. I own them, don't I? So now he not only wants him to stop, but he wants all the profits that he's made off of Jay-Z. Tonight on television, kids say the darndest things. You have the U.S. Olympic trials. By the way, check your local listings for your shows because I was going to watch America's Got Talent last night, but the Olympic trials were on. So they moved my America's Got Talent to a little bit of a later time. So just check if you, you know if you're <laughs> interested in something specific. Disney Plus gives you a new episode of Loki, and this is so cute on Netflix. Penguin Town. It's a... um. Series premiere of that South African town with these really cute penguins finding their mates, raising families. Cute little one for you. And that is my Danielle report. By the way, you know that penguins are a-holes. You know that, right? I love oh. penguins. You do. No, no. you do. When, They're so when rude. They, when, when a cameraman or woman or person catches them you know, in, their, in their, their whatever they do, they're cute. But if you ever have to deal with them, they're, they're just awful. They I'm bite. Sure. No, you're right. I once... I was at SeaWorld one time, and I saw what then the penguin displayed. The um one of the one of the curators went in there to like work with the penguin. They were being nasty to this person. I mean, they were mean little dudes. I was like, like, oh my god! You're like, but they wear tuxedos. They're so cute. No, they're and not. They waddled. No, uh-huh. worst bite of my life. I think I told you guys this was a penguin serrated beak to the foot. Man, those Ooh. beaks break fish. It's not a pretty sight. Well, Do not approach an, a, a penguin. We're, if we're in their domain, they're not happy. They're pissed at us. They're like, Get He away. was in my domain. But no, it's okay. It? I was wearing a shiny bracelet, so he took a swipe at it. It's fine. Oh. Well, I know. <laughs> Terrible. <but> screw them. <laughs> screw all penguins. Ankle bracelet, yeah. I don't like rattlesnakes. <laughs> I don't like penguins. Uh, Christina on line 24, uh, we're talking about short texting and how it can get you into trouble. Christina says if you ever text her a K... You're over. It, it really is. Oh, it true? Shoot. We, will you cancel me if I K wow. you? Wow. <laughs> I wouldn't cancel you, but I would be pretty annoyed. So Christina says she gets huh. she's triggered when people K her. Wow. I am. I am too. I totally agree with you. If I put time into it, you hit me back with a K, that's a fighting word. That's what you started was right. a fight. Especially if you're already fighting and you take time to put like all this thought into this text oh, message yeah. and mm-hmm. you're like oh i'm so angry and i'm like putting it all in there and then they're like okay christina this is why you should never ever argue on text because it leaves the door open to really do something heinous like k <laughs> right, I mean, all right well let's try not to trigger christina christina what are you doing today what's your uh, wednesday all about I am on my way to work. I'm a teacher. Oh, thank you. Nice. What What do you teach? Pre-K. Oh, pre-K. Oh, oh, see. Yeah. <laughs> the way. Hold on. The way she said that though. Pre-K. Yeah. You knew, you knew exactly that we were going to snag you. All right. Have a beautiful day, Christina. Aww.
Christina with a K. Take it easy. Take it easy. Uh, thank you very much. There you go. She teaches pre-K. Her name is Christina. She spells it with a K. And she's triggered by the letter K. Yep. <laughs> Let's get into the feel goods. All right. Let's do it. Sam, what do you have? All right. So this submission comes from Crystalyn Schreffler, and it's another example of why dogs are just superior creatures. They're definitely they better than penguins. Uh, so Ralph Dorn lives in Virginia next to a large body of water, and one morning could not find his golden doodle, Harley. So he Aww. goes outside, and he spots Harley about 200 feet from shore, swimming next to a tiny baby deer. So the fawn was totally alone in the water, and Harley must have just jumped in to offer some kind of assistance, and he swam right next to this baby, brought it to Ralph, and then started grooming it on shore. So Ralph said it seemed like he wanted to just care for this little guy and make sure he was okay. Then the mom came around, so Ralph brought Harley inside, but the next day, Harley's freaking out in the house. Ralph opens a window and hears the deer crying in the woods. So Harley's at it again. He goes over to the baby and starts booping it with his nose until it stops crying. And then mom comes back. So look, I'm sure mom is taking good care of her baby. But just in case of an emergency, Harley seems ready to either foster or adopt. So thank you, Crystalyn, for this adorable story. There's a photo going up on ElvisDuran.com. So cute. And if you have a story that deserves to be featured, email me. Sam at ElvisDuran.com. Subject line, feel goods. Thank you, Sam. What was for dinner last night? Anything good? Ooh, it was a quinoa and kale salad. I tried to be oh. healthy. Oh, God. Well, I know. <laughs> I know. Not the best. Kale. Not the best. Uh, no, it's okay. It, come back in a, in a minute. We've got more to do, more to talk to you about. Hey, so speaking of short texting, uh, Alex did this thing yesterday. Over the weekend, everyone sent him birthday texts. I mean, millions of them. Yeah. And he said, I can't. I can't say thank you to all these people. And you can't. There's no way to do it. So no. he, on Instagram, he posted this, thank you, everyone, for the wonderful birthday wishes. With this little, <laughs> so he couldn't text everyone back. It was like a, a blanket thank you. <laughs> and I said, really? You think you're going to get away with that? He said, that's it. I, I That's all they're getting. And I said, oh, okay. God. You can't, you can't sit there and say thank you. And people become unhinged if they, if they send you a happy birthday and you don't say thank you. But you, you'd be there for an hour and a half. Wait, let me look and see if he answered Terrible. mine. Hmm, let me see. Oh, oh, uh-oh, see? This is going to be bad. Yeah, he answered what? mine. He, well, let me tell you this. I posted him up on my story with a picture and everything. And I'm like, happy birthday, Alex, with candles and a graphic. Oh. Nothing. And, but no. it says, seen. So I knew he yeah, was. Yeah, I, <laughs> so I, I got delivered, but that's about all I get. <laughs> Well, well. Well, you got to keep in mind, it depends on what you're doing when you read it. If you've yeah, got time, true. you can say thank you. If yeah, you don't, yeah, you're true, like, oh, true, well. True. Huh. <laughs> Sorry. See, I think it's based on how much that person likes me, how much they care that I sent them a happy birthday. No, oh, no, don't do that. It. That's very dangerous. we got to take a break. We're back after this. <laughs> Mercedes. More from the Mercedes AMG Interview Lounge. Nick Jonas is here. Uh, Spaceman is the album. I think you should have put Boner from SNL on the album. <laughs> that was so yeah. entertaining. <laughs> It was wildly entertaining and uh, and bizarre. <laughs> what do you get when you cross a Mercedes with a race car? You get chills. You get goosebumps. There's no really other way to say it. OMG AMG. Visit MBUSA.com slash AMG. Mercedes AMG. Driving performance. Whether you're paying bills, browsing, or shopping online, Norton 360 with LifeLock helps you protect your devices, connections, and identity. No one can prevent all identity theft, but you can opt into cyber safety and save 25% off your first year at Norton.com slash Elvis. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Yeah, you know what? Getting back into life, getting out there, 
hanging out with new people at parties and things like that. You know what? I mean, you admit it. You could be a little rusty with that. It's been a while, you know? Yeah, of course. And I, totally. I love nothing more than being out with friends and hanging out, big dinners that take a long time, you know, and just sitting around a table and just jaw jacking, as they say. <laughs> but let's say you go to a party and you're surrounded by a lot of people you don't really know. The art of conversation is is a very tricky one. I mean, are, Danielle, are you are you good at just striking up conversations with strangers? I would, I assume you are. But I maybe I think I think am so. at certain times, and at certain times I'm not. Like it just depends. Sometimes I feel comfortable. Sometimes I don't feel comfortable. It's weird. Right. So if someone approached you at a gathering and they started a conversation, it's probably probably easier than if you went up to someone and started. a conversation. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I, you right. know, if you talk to me, I'll talk to you back. What about you, Gandhi? How are you? I think I'm great at having conversations with strangers. And I have no problem making it weird. So if there's an awkward silence, I never try to fill it. I just let it be. <laughs> okay, let's say uh, we're yeah. at this party, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're both waiting for a drink. And there's we're about like five deep, you know, in front of us, you know, whatever. And then it's obvious because f- through our body language that a conversation is about to happen. We don't know each mm-hmm. other. Mm-hmm. What do you say? I mean, do you have like a go-to line? I would, if we're waiting in line to get a drink, I might ask what you're drinking. I think that the key to all conversation is to ask someone about themselves because people love to talk about themselves, no matter what it is, whether it's what you're drinking, where you're going, what are you doing right now? Yeah. Ask those questions. Or give wow. them a compliment. People love that. If you like, gosh, that right. blue, that's a great shirt. I love right. it. Where'd you get it? And then they See, start I like talking that. to you. I like yeah. that one. But if someone in line said, hey, what are you drinking? To me, that's a deeper comment. That's like, hmm, mm. you're going deep. What do you want from me? <laughs> they want to sleep with me. That's what they want. They want sex. Well, I don't know. I, to me, that's that's like an intimate thing. Like, hey, so what are you drinking? I'm like, whoa. But what about? Saying, what? Go ahead. What about like? Uh, do you recommend something? What do you recommend from here? Is that better? Well, what are you yeah, drinking? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm. This is my point. I'm rusty. I need. I need help. Because <laughs> I want to go out. I want to go out by myself, and just, I want to go out. As we announced yesterday, if you want to go, take yourself out on a date, you call it a, you're, you're a master dating. Yeah. Right. I'm going to go master dating soon. You should. I'm, I'm going to go out in the city and just be with people I don't know and just see how I do. Yeah. Because I, I can always pull the ripcord and run, you know. Right, it's like, of course. Oh, God. I've told you guys one of the greatest conversation starters is to just ask someone, got any secrets? They will tell you the strangest things that you were not prepared to hear. But a lot of people just want to get it off their chest to a stranger. Perfect. Tell me. It's great. All right. Well, let's think this, let's think this through. How to be a better conversationalist. We'll get into yes. this in just a little bit, okay? <laughs> oh, God. My heart's racing just thinking about it. People say, you well, Elvis, you get up in front of you know Madison Square Garden. There's 20-something thousand people there. And you're, you don't get nervous? No. But if I'm in front of one person, I'm crapping my pants. <laughs> it's different. You agree? You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Absolutely. It is different. Totally. Please, yep. See, Nate is the kind of guy, because I've been to lunch with Nate, where he starts talking to people at the next table. Oh, yeah. God. He'll look over at some, you know, someone sitting there. He'll go, hey, looks like rain today, doesn't it? <laughs> and they'll, <laughs> and they'll, no offense, Nate, they'll look over at you like, uh, leave me alone. <laughs> Come on. I'm, I'm such a witty conversationalist. Oh, oh God. If you don't say so yourself. My I girl, do say wait, so myself. My friend Lisa says this about her husband, Terry. So he, we, we go on vacation together and we're in like some, some island somewhere and he always finds someone he knows. He finds someone he knows <laughs> wow. and she's like, watch this. I'm like, what? 20 minutes later. And then she goes, watch this. He's going to call me over. And he goes, hey, Lisa, come over here. And she's like, watch this. We're going to be there another 20 minutes. And she has 
<laughs> she knows exactly what he's going to say and do because he talks to everybody. It's so funny. All right, we 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 have to investigate a little more. But we have to help each other. This is you know this is going to be like a a roundtable discussion about how we yeah. can get back out into public mm-hmm. and not have to like get sweaty palms just because we're around people oh. we don't know. Yeah, frog. Last week I went with uh, my dad to the hardware store and he's like, "Hey, will you run with me real quick?" I'm like, "Sure." I'm like, "But we have rules." He's like, "What?" <laughs> I said, "Dad." We're not going to talk to every human being in the store. And he instantly gets mad. He goes, fine, I'll just stay in the car. You go in and get what you need. I'm like, no, no, no. We can go in the store, but we don't have to make friends with everybody in the store. But he's so cute. Yeah, but but your dad isn't making friends. He just wants to comment on things. Yes. Yes. We're running really late. Uh, Someone just sent a text saying they're living for this conversation. They're going out on a first date tonight, and they're the worst conversationalist. All right, if you can hang with us like through a phone tap and a few other things, uh, we'll jump into this. Okay. Let's get into the three things we need to know. Are we that far behind? No, well, it's time to do it. Well, this is the time we need to do it, so let's go ahead and get that done. Gandhi, you're up. What do you have going on? Well, five Savannah police officers have been fired and another is suspended after a man died while in custody. Investigators say William Harvey died of suicide by hanging while left alone in an interrogation room at police headquarters on April 3rd. He was being questioned in an aggravated assault case when he was left alone in the room with no video being recorded. When officers came back into the room, he was dead. It appeared he used shoelaces to carry out the act. Two officers were placed on administrative leave and an investigation resulted in two firings. A second investigation revealed other officers mocking the death in a group text. And since there was no surveillance footage captured, three more officers were then fired as well. President Biden will sit down with Russian President Vladimir Putin this morning as part of his last stop on his first overseas trip. The two will discuss all kinds of things, including the recent cyber attacks, human rights and a nuclear arms reduction treaty. President Biden is expected to bring up Russia's election interference as well. It should be, like we said, four to five hours with a news conference to follow. And finally, a little bit of controversy about a movie that we all have been raving about in the Heights. Have you guys seen what's going on with this? Yes. Uh, what? Okay. Well, a lot of people are coming to the defense of Lin-Manuel Miranda because there's been backlash over the movie's casting. His movie's been criticized for not having dark-skinned actors in leading roles. Lin-Manuel Miranda apologized, saying he was trying to paint a mosaic of the neighborhood where the movie is set. Rita Moreno, who is a Hollywood legend, defended him on Stephen Colbert's Late Show by saying critics are attacking the wrong person, he has a big heart, and he cast the movie as he thought it should be casted. And those are your three things. I know we're running really late, but I love this text. My routine every morning includes listening to the Elvis Duran Morning Show. I tried to switch it up this morning and watch the news, and for the past hour, all I've been thinking about is, what are they talking about on the radio? What am I missing? I barely heard (laughs) one thing on the news. It's about Biden and Putin. Who cares? My new word of the day is master dating. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And we talk about Putin all the time on we the do. morning show. Yeah, we talk about Putin. <laughs> it's a different kind, but you the know. Kind, the kind that blows out your ass. <laughs> right. But anyway, uh, let's take a break. Your $1,000 free money phone tap coming up after this. I'm Sean Mendez. What's going on? This is Drake. This is Sam Smith, and you are listening to Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. You got any money? The free money phone tap. Yeah, thousand dollars is yours. Thanks to our friends at Snickers. Snickers ice cream chilling us out. It's hot as hell in some parts of the country right now. There's nothing better than opening up that Snickers ice cream. How about these Snickers peanut brownie ice cream bar? Huh? Mm. Oh, that's the new one. Creamy oh peanut gosh. butter ice cream, smooth caramel and crunchy peanuts. It's the Perfect frozen treat for any time you need to chill it out. I would eat it even in the snow. (laughs) I love them so much. (laughs) 
So thanks to uh, Snickers Ice Cream Bars and the new Snickers Peanut Brownie Ice Cream Bar available at retailers near you. You're about to win $1,000. Be caller 100 now to win it. 1-800-242-0100. Here's your phone tap. Let's go. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. All right, Garrett, what's your phone tap all about today? Lisa wants a phone tap, Mark. Now, the couple just started dating as of a month ago, so Lisa figured now would be a great time to mess with this guy she's dating, Mark. Oh, so I'm going to start. Do that. So I'm going to start the call to Mark, and you'll hear where I'm from, and you'll hear him freaking. All right, here we go, freaking out. Hello. Yeah, I'm looking for Lisa Gerbold. My name is Kevin James over at Doctor Bernard's office. Yeah. Uh... What's wrong? If you get in contact with her, if you can just tell her to give us a call to the office. Yeah, can you? Can I ask what's wrong? What is your relation to uh, to Lisa? That's my girlfriend. Okay, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, I'm not at liberty to divulge any of the patient's information. Uh, right, unfor- no, but she she um she wasn't feeling well, and uh, I just really can you just like. Fill me in on, on like what, what what might be going on. Unfortunately, it doesn't work like that. I'm sorry. Um, I'm really concerned. Uh, I can pay you. You got to promise yeah. me. All right. I'm new on the job. Word gets out that I do this. I could get fired. No, I'm not going to say anything. Please just let me know what's right. going on. Please. I really, really, I, I need to know. All right. Well, it, it's all good news. You can breathe a sigh of relief. Okay. Yeah. What, what happened? Lisa is expecting a child in nine months. No, 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 no! Stop messing with me, man! No, we, no way! That's impossible, man! We, no, we only had sex like twice. If Lisa could call us as soon as possible, we just want to have her come in and check her out for some stuff. No, that'd be no, 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 no! This can't! No right. way! This is this is wrong. I'm sorry. I got to get back to some other patients, but uh, please have her give us a call at the office oh as soon God. as possible. Okay? Oh my God! Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right. no, 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 don't go, don't go. Um, please, uh, stay on the line. Let me, uh, can I ask you a few more questions? Uh, unfortunately, Hello? I got to go. Uh, no, have Lisa give us a call back at her no, no, earliest please, convenience, please and that would be um, fantastic. Uh, no, please don't hang up. No, no, no. Hello? God. Lisa, you there? I'm here. <laughs> All right, uh, I think I made him crap his pants a little bit. <laughs> Um, I want you to call him back and three-way the call in so we can listen in, find out what's going on, and I'm sure he's going to try to uh, get it out of you. Okay. Nothing. All right. I just called to see if you were up. I'm up. Yeah, I'm definitely up. You sound stressed. Yeah. Your doctor called. Did they leave a message or? Yeah. They said you're pregnant. What? Yeah, they said you're pregnant. How is that possible? I've... They said you're pregnant. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm at, like, all right, I'm at work. Like, don't mess with me. I'm, I, there's no way that. No, they said pregnant. you're pregnant. You're pregnant. We only had sex like twice. I, I don't understand. Like that first time, I didn't even know you can get pregnant from that. <laughs> what are you laughing at? You can't get pregnant from that. I mean, the second time, yeah, but not while we did the first time, so don't worry. Why are you laughing at that? <laughs> Sorry. I don't understand what's going to... What is this? Like, how, how did that even happen? I, I, like, bought the best condoms that they have. I, I mean, it, they're not, like, 100%. What do you nothing, mean not 100%? 100%? It says it on there. It says it 100%. It oh, my God. Condoms are not 100%. Where have you been? Nothing's 100%. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sue the condom company. I don't understand how you're taking this so lightly. You're gonna have a kid, and like, no, that's not possible. Hey, Mark. I, my name's Gary from Elvis Duran on the Morning Show, and you just got phone tapped by your girlfriend Lisa. I'm sorry. No, you. 
Oh my God! What is? Oh my God! Why would you do that? Why would you do that, Lisa? Why would you do this? This is hysterical. This is not hysterical. This is outrageous. This is absolutely uncalled for. I can't believe you just did that. Well, believe it. It happened. Here we go. Let's go talk to Cam on line six. Cam. Hi. Hello. You know what? You know what's about to happen, right? Um, I hope it's something I'm thinking. <laughs> what are you thinking? Am I the hundred caller? Yes. Yes. You won a thousand dollars. You got one thousand dollars. It's all yours. Oh my gosh! Thank you so much. I've been calling you trying for so many years. Oh my gosh! Thank you. Oh Finally, it paid off. You had to listen to this oh. this mud. <laughs> <laughs> Years and years. No, well, Cam, thanks I for friendship. Sn- I love you We guys. love you. And thanks to Snickers Ice Cream Bars and the new Snickers Peanut Brownie Ice Cream Bar. Uh, you just won $1,000. By the way, it's oh. the least you could do is go out and buy a couple of these babies and cram them oh. in. You know what I'm saying? They're fantastic. <laughs> uh, I, thank you. Oh, Cam, what are you doing today? What's your day all about? Um, um, I'm just running errands this morning. <laughs> Oh, God, okay. Well, check it off. <laughs> There's nothing better than checking off that list of things to do, right? Yep. So get it get it yep. done. Thanks for listening. Cam, hold on one second. And thanks to Snickers Ice Cream. Get it get it today. Try your Snickers Ice Cream Thank Bars you. and the new Snickers Peanut Brownie Ice Cream Bar. Don't hang up. Hold on a second, Cam. Uh, Danielle, what do you have coming up? Uh, did you know that superheroes don't give lollipoppy? Okay, we'll find out. What? Maybe it's good they don't because they can bite it right off. <laughs> also, uh, we, we were talking about conversational lists. Does that make sense? Having a conversation. Now that we're all back in, in public, I mean, it can be a little nerve-wracking. Mm-hmm. Someone actually sent a text earlier saying they're going on a date tonight. They don't know even one thing they could be talking about. Let's dive into that and Danielle coming up right after this. Here is the one, the only. The one, the only. Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Yes, hi, good morning, everyone. Elvis Duran in the morning show. One second, hold on. What happened? What? No, hold on. <laughs> okay, bye. I mean, hi. <laughs> hi. Hi. Um. What was, what was that? Sorry, I had to text someone. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes this show just gets in the way. Oh, no. My apologies. Uh, all right, let's, first of all, before we get into Danielle's report, which has a lot of juicy stuff, we mm-hmm. got to talk about uh, conversations. We've been talking off and on about conversations um, the past 45 minutes. So Gandhi sent me this Really great article. Hold on a second. Blah, blah, blah. Let me find it. Uh, How to be a more interesting conversationalist by uh, Don Johnson. Is that the guy that was in Miami Vice? (laughs) I kind of hope so. Don't wear socks. (laughs) Don't wear wear a white suit every time you're over. Exactly. Anyway, four simple steps for better communication. And the reason I bring this up is, if you're just turning us on, uh, as we go out more and more and and we're, we're, we're stirring ourselves into... You know, bars and parties and with people we don't know. Look, maybe we're out of practice. Mm-hmm. We haven't we haven't been having conversations with strangers. Yeah, um, it's time to get back to that. And so, Gandhi, what was it in this article that caught your attention first? 
Ah, man, there are so many parts of it. I think the biggest part is how to be a more interesting conversationalist, which is exactly what it's about. I think all of us want to engage in good conversation and leave that lasting impression with somebody. You know when you've had a good conversation, it feels good. I would love to be part of that, especially like you said, since we're now all venturing out and this is all kind of new to us again. I think people have changed just a little bit and I want to make sure that I don't and that I'm still my old self when I go back out and start meeting people. There's a line here, which I love. Great conversation is like great sex. Everyone has fun and they want more. Yes. You know? Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yes. So, okay, think about, okay, let's, the easiest conversations with people you already know or you know something about them. You know, so you, you can always go into that, you know, in, into that bank of memory and go, oh, okay, I remember this person I'm having the conversation with. We once went to dinner with these other people and, or we went to uh, Disney with each other. And you can, you can go to the bank and you can use mm-hmm. those, those past experiences with them to be the base of a conversation. Like, oh, gosh, remember when we had dinner with so-and-so? Have you heard from them? That's easy. Right. Let's say, yep. you, but let's say you're hanging out with people that are friends of friends. And so you have that friend in common. At least you have that to talk about. But if you're out there just dangling in, a, in, in the water and you don't know this person that you're talking to at all, where do you start? Like, right. Gandhi, where, where do you start with a conversation with a total stranger? Total stranger. I would probably... Do we have a friend in common or no? It's complete stranger. You're a complete stranger. Oh, the setting would matter. I think one of the things that always gets people talking is what did you do today? What do you do for fun? I mean, not in a weird, invasive way, but what do you do for fun seems to usually open up a, a conversation of some sort. Right. And Danielle, what about you? You were saying earlier it makes you really nervous to strike yeah. up a conversation with a stranger. I, can't, I like to compliment something, though. Like, I'll find some <laughs> article of clothing or their hair or some the lipstick color, something that I like. And then usually that gets them saying, oh, my gosh, you, do you like it? I didn't know whether I should wear it. Or, oh, I got it on sale. Or And they usually start a conversation about whatever that thing is. And then that starts it. So if I come up to you and, I, and your, I can look at your shoes and go, God, did you buy those on sale? <laughs> no, I, I, I probably would laugh and say, guess what? I did. Right. <laughs> and they're uh, very comfortable. Go, uh, go to line 20. Davida teaches a public speaking course and can lend some expertise. Okay, perfect. We yeah. need you. Davida, you know, we've never met you ever, but we're having a conversation with you. See? Mm-hmm. See, it's working already. What are you thinking? Absolutely. <laughs> what I'm thinking is that communication and people having anxiety with communication is just so real. Mm-hmm. And either you're just a shy person, you had a really terrible experience at one point or another, and you just are anti-talking, or you just feel really freaked out that you're going to be scrutinized by a total stranger, and you really have nothing to lose because they know nothing about you. Right. <laughs> so wow. you just throw it out there. From uh, your perspective of teaching public speaking, your public speaking is, as in making speeches in front of crowds, I mean, that's more of a one-way communication. But what about... Your thoughts on a two-way commu- uh, conversation with just a person, one-on-one? Well, like you, I think you were saying before, all of us, this, there's some people that can talk to a crowd of 20,000, but they get freaked out talking one-on-one. That's me. So yeah. when you're talking to some, <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, and I'm okay either way. So let's, you know, let's just dive in and do it. When you're meeting somebody for the first time, you know, being honest and kind of being as authentic as you possibly can, people can see that and it's genuine and it's real and so just letting people know something about you um, instead of throwing it out and putting them on the spot say you know I've never been here before this place is new um, to me I really like it here what's your vibe and then wow. throw it back their way that it is opens great up the conversation yeah, whoa, 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 hold, on, hold on I'm writing this down hold on <laughs> <laughs> take some notes 
I'm going to rip this off. And you know, you know, (laughs) this is one thing that we've learned in this business we're in. Interviewing people is there's an art to it, right? Uh, People love to talk about themselves, And, and and you know, we could sit here and just ask you questions and just get your perspective without really truly giving you ours. And at the end of the conversation, you will consider us great conversationalists, even though we didn't say anything. We just ask questions. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So what's your favorite color? My favorite color is sarcasm. That's the color I wear. <laughs> That's my favorite shade. Yes. Okay. See, by um, you saying that, I we automatic we automatically know that uh, that you have. I we assume you have high intellect, and you like sarcasm, and um, yeah, and we do too. So we have that in common. I don't know. Oh, what see, if what if somebody friends. wait? That's what friends. if somebody says what's your favorite color, and you go, my favorite color is you're an ass. Stop talking to me. That's yeah, not go good, on. right? Bad, bad question. Um, that's not the best response. But you could say, um, okay, you know, uh, I'm. Why did I give off that vibe to you? Like, how did you come to that conclusion? And just well, that's nice that up. you would stick around. <laughs> right. I would stick around. Bye. Because, you know, She's better than us. It's good to be a yeah, jackass yeah. and ask questions. I'd be like, bye-bye. <laughs> Davida, in this article that Gandhi sent me, I, this is so important. Listening takes work because it's an active skill, not a passive one. Yes. Meaning, yeah. with everything you say, if I don't hang on every word and try to figure out your perspective and where you're coming from, then I'm not really having a conversation with you. I'm just kind of letting you talk. We're just, we're just taking turns. Like we're playing tennis, just hitting mm. the ball back right. and forth. You know, there's no meaning mm-hmm. to it. All right, we'll look. And you it's can absolutely, yeah. you can tell those sorry. people when you're speaking to them who are only listening to the beginning of your sentence to craft what they want to say back to you. And you can tell the moment that you've lost them. And we all know people like that. It's really frustrating when you're having a conversation and it feels like that person is only trying to respond and not actually listen. So mm-hmm. I think it's good to just actually be silent and really take in what someone is saying to you before you decide what you're going to say back. Cause it's not as important as listening to what they have to say. Right. Absolutely. You, you want to be heard and you want to be validated as a speaker, as someone that's been part of a conversation. And it's totally frustrating when you lose the room. What'd so you if say? You can make, <laughs> yeah, what was um, that? <laughs> <laughs> she hates us but right now. She it is an argument, but sometimes having a, a, a disagreement with somebody is kind of like this. When, when they're explaining their side of the story, all you're doing is waiting for them to stop talking so that you can say what you want to say instead yeah. of actually listening yeah, to what they're right. saying that would then maybe change how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder, you know, if people took a hot minute to just wait, you know, wait three seconds before you answer instead of jumping right in, you're giving yourself the time to process what people are saying. It's so hard to do when you're in the heat of the moment and the heated light. Or when you're doing what we do for a living, because in radio and what we do, dead air is is death. (laughs) You're so afraid. (laughs) And plus, you know, and keep in mind as well, Davida, we're not in the same room with each other, so we're just sort of hoping that we don't talk all over each other, and then we're kind of hoping there's, I don't know, it's, it's kind of a mess. But listen, listen, you have added a lot of things to think about, and it's been a pleasure speaking with you, Davida. I hope you have a great day. Thanks for sharing with us, okay? Thank you so much, guys. And we have, um, we have students today that are graduating, so, you know, congratulations to students from uh, West New York. You guys are awesome, and, you know, bigger and better things are on the way. Oh, Excellent. Congratulations. Davida, thank you so much. Have a beautiful day, okay? All right. Bye. Bye. All right. With that said, we're running so late. Uh, Daniel, you still have a job to do, and you will be allowed to do that in a few minutes. So okay. hang on. <laughs> we'll take a break. We're back after this. 
We're watching everything you text to 55100. There's one here that says, when my boyfriend makes me mad, I do mean things to him, like putting jalapenos on the toilet seat and having the dog lick his sandwiches. Oh, my gosh. Oh my text us at 55100. Standard data and messaging rates may apply. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Hey, it's straight, Nate. Do you want to know how to say thanks, Dad? Easy. Just say, let's go to Lowe's. Dad will love browsing his favorite aisles for the perfect gift, so this Father's Day, give Dad what he really wants. Let Dad loose at Lowe's. Look for great savings in-store and online at Lowe's.com. Millions of listeners now tuning in across the country. It's showtime! Introducing the star of our show. His name is Elvis. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. We've been waiting for this day for a long time. We announced the lineup for our 2021 iHeartRadio Music Festival coming uh, to you September 17th and 18th in Las Vegas. Haven't done it for two years, right? So uh, the the lineup is just so strange. But I, it's like it's that way on purpose. Yeah. Um, we're about to give you the lineup. It's supposed to be all different genres of music on one stage, and it always just works. Wait till you hear the lineup. We're going to give it to you in just a few seconds. Let's get into Danielle first. And then Danielle, yeah. wait till you hear this lineup. It's I know. I'm crazy. excited. I can't wait. I know. Me too. All right. Tiger Woods is back in L.A. just four months after his horrible car crash. Uh, he is moving around pretty well. He's on crutches, uh, but he looks pretty good. He looks like he's in uh, a good good, good spirit, so that's good. Billie Eilish's brother Phineas uh, released his debut EP back in 2019. We have been waiting for the album. Didn't want to put it out last year because he was like, er, I don't really want a COVID album. So now he's talking about uh, a release date and an album name. He says, I promise to tell you the details soon. He's even talking about a tour, so that would be pretty cool. Producers of the HBO Max adult animated Harley Quinn series <laughs> tried to push the envelope. They had a scene where Batman was doing a little lollipoppy on Catwoman. <laughs> Oh, and wow. they were told, no, we have to edit that out. Batman Boo. does not do things like that. Superheroes don't do things like that. Yeah, yes, so they, they do. They, they edited it out. That's not oh. going to be in there. Sorry if you were looking forward to that. The home where Charles Manson murdered uh, the, the La Biancas has a new owner. If you remember Zach Baggins from Ghost Hunters or Ghost Adventures, he actually bought it because he wanted to film something there but he said out of respect to them he decided not to do that so now he has sold it for 1.8 million dollars an anonymous buyer has bought it but it took a lot because people didn't you know it's hard to sell a house where a lot of murders happen people don't want to buy a house like that Ariana Grande is a new fragrance. God is a woman. It is on the way to an Ulta near you very soon. And oh my gosh, I'll end with this. Did you see the virtual tour of Drake's plane, Air Drake? No. Oh my <laughs> gosh. When you when you get a chance, you have to go see. There is a sitting room. There's a theater. It's like a $200 million plane. It's a 32-second oh clip. My mother's like, is that a condo? I go, no, Mom, that's an airplane. She's like, really? shut up. <laughs> it yeah. is unreal. It's unreal. Check it out when you get a chance. Uh, tonight on television, kids say the darndest things. U.S. Olympic trials continue. Disney Plus gives you a new episode of Loki, and Netflix gives you Penguin Town. And that's my Danielle report. All right. Now, keep in mind, we're about to give you the official produced announcement. <laughs> Giving you the uh, lineup for the iHeartRadio Music Festival. So it's me, you know, like sounding like an old announcer. But after we're done, we'll just talk like regular people, okay? Okay, okay. Here, here we go. Let's make some noise, y'all. Get up out of your seats, man. iHeartRadio Music Festival! 
Hi, this is Elvis Duran with the moment we've all been waiting for for more than a year. As the world begins to open back up, we can finally get back to the things we love doing. Can you feel it? Live music is something we've truly missed in 2020, but now it's back. Get ready to experience the music you love in person. September 17th and 18th in Las Vegas, where you'll witness live performances that will never be forgotten. Here's this year's superstar lineup for our 2021 iHeartRadio Music Festival. On the T-Mobile Arena stage Friday and Saturday night, you'll see Billie Eilish, Cheap Trick, Coldplay, Dua Lipa, Florida Georgia Line, Journey, Khalid, Lil Baby, Maroon 5, Nelly, Sam Hunt, Weezer, and here's who's playing at the daytime stage at Area 15 on Saturday, Da Baby, Olivia Rodrigo, The Kid Leroy, Saweetie, all time low. 24K Golden. Russell Dickerson. Youngblood. Gabby Barrett. Tate McRae. Conan Gray. Addison Ray. And even more names will continue to be added to these lineups. Tickets go on sale to the general public next Friday, June 25th, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific through AXS.com. And, of course, Capital One cardholders are getting exclusive access to tickets before the general public during the pre-sale starting June 23rd for 48 hours or while supplies last. Visit iHeartRadio.com slash Capital One for all the details. iHeartRadio Music Festival, baby! And beginning today, you'll have chances to win your way into our 2021 iHeartRadio Music Festival way before tickets even go on sale. Your first chance to win coming up in just a little while, right here. Make plans to join us September 17th and 18th, streaming on the CW app and CWTV.com and broadcasting on iHeartRadio stations across America. Live music is back. Because I love you. We love you, Mom. At our 2021 iHeartRadio Music Festival. iHeartRadio. Okay. There you go. As they say, that's a lot to unpack. (laughs) (laughs) But it sounds awesome, and I can't wait. All right, so immediate uh, response. Uh, Danielle, what are you you thinking? Sam Hunt is going to be there. (laughs) He's amazing. He was amazing in concert when I saw him solo. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. Oh, my gosh. So collaborations, maybe Sam Hunt with Weezer? (laughs) Could happen. That'd be great. Gandhi, what are you thinking? Oh, the baby and Sweetie. I cannot wait to see either of them. I think that's going to be amazing. Yeah. Froggy, anything on there you like? My wife, I had to lock the door. She heard the journey's going to be there. Between, you know, it's, <laughs> I, I know Steve Perry's not in the band anymore, but between Neil, between Neil Sean and Jonathan Kane, she saw them at Rock Super Bowl back in the 80s, and she's like, I'm going. I got to see it. I got to see Journey again. There's not, I'm like, okay, enough. Well, I would like to see Lil Baby and Da Baby. Yep. I'd like Aww. to see them collaborate. We All the babies. Baby, we need a babysitter, and that Maroon could be... Maroon 5? Uh, Maroon 5 could Cold be the babysitter. Play. Florida Olivia Georgia Rodrigo. Line. All right. So, uh, okay, Billie Eilish, Cheap Trick, Coldplay, Dua Lipa, Florida Georgia Line, Journey, Khalid, 
Lil Baby, Maroon 5, Nelly, Sam Hunt, Weezer, more to be announced. And in the daytime stage, Da Baby, Olivia Rodrigo, The Kid, uh, Leroy, Saweetie, you love. love All Time Low, 24 Golden. I mean, the list goes on and on. I noticed that, you know, when they produced that, when I said Young Blood, they didn't play any Young Blood music. Yeah, I noticed that. Oh. I love Young Blood. <laughs> you know, I really do. Anyway, so that's uh, the lineup. The iHeartRadio Music Festival. Uh, of course, you can win your tickets. We Maybe if you win the grand prize, we could fly you in. Or just start making plans with your friends now. Just just be in Vegas when it's happening. Yeah. Figure out how to get your tickets later, you know. So uh, all the information right now at iHeartRadio.com uh, or uh, wherever they sell that. Anyway, so um, I'm excited. It's going to be it's going to be huge. Yep. And, and we're back to work. Now, how do you guys feel about that? Because that's that's another thing we need to discuss. I think it's awesome. Yeah, you know, Gandhi, you ready to get oh. back on the stage? I cannot wait to hop on an airplane and go to Vegas and be part of this. I am so excited. Yeah. So I hope we get to go. Yeah. Danielle, are <laughs> yeah, you no, as excited? Yeah, I'm excited, but we're like, oh, are they going to really send us? <laughs> I don't know. We're hoping that we get to go. But yeah, it would be amazing. Are you kidding me? It was. They, we have the best time when we're out there. They haven't. They haven't really told you know. You know no. how they do. They wait till like the week before. Oh, by yeah, the way, can you right. make it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. Yeah. Thanks. But that's okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, scary. You know, for some of these artists, it will be their first time back in front of a live audience or one of their first mm-hmm. few shows. So to see right. the electricity. In both directions is going to be interesting, and that- see that that is there. I made that point the other day, and that's a very important point, Scary. Um, just as excited as we are to be in an audience to watch them perform, they are more excited to be on that stage performing for us. Oh, of course. And uh, so there is going to be a heightened sense of of electric current rolling through these these shows. I, it's going to be incredible. I remember I keep telling the story. The very first iHeartRadio Music Festival we had in Las Vegas, none of us knew what we were doing. It was like, okay, let's put all these artists together and see what happens. And it just turned out to be an incredible force uh, in in the business and in our lives. And uh, it's because of all the hard work and all the people that we get to see every year. That's another thing. We get to fly in and see our friends. We we only see once a year. That's right. Right. So anyway, it's the iHeartRadio Music Festival, Las Vegas. Uh, unbelievable. September 17th and 18th. All the information you need at iHeartRadio.com. All right, uh, let's get into the three things we need to know. Gandhi, what is going on right now? The mayor of Chicago is pleading for help from the government after three mass shootings in three days. Two of them happened yesterday. Last night, five people were wounded in a park. Earlier, someone opened fire on eight people sleeping after a possible house party. More than 600,000 families are forever changed after losing their loved ones to the coronavirus. The death toll officially passed that grim milestone yesterday, but there is hope. The number of people dying each day has dropped from 3,300 in January to 430. Infections are also down as vaccinations increase. But still half the nation remains unprotected. Only about 14 states have reached President Biden's 70% goal of at least one shot. And finally, Danielle, this one's for you. You might be a little bit excited. A big Disney tradition is coming back. (laughs) (laughs) Walt Disney World announced yesterday that it will resume its nighttime fireworks next month. The shows were paused, of course, due to the pandemic, but they'll return to the Magic Kingdom and Epcot on Thursday, July 1st. The fireworks show started in 1957, and Disney says Walt Disney called them the perfect kiss goodnight. People have really been missing them, and they'll be back. And those are your three things. Excellent. Thank you, Gandhi. 
so amazing how you guys are like a family working with each other. Love-hate thing going on, but it's more love than anything. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Hey, it's Elvis Duran. Yeah, it's been a tough year for mental health. That's why Genomind is here to help out. Genomind has developed an innovative new tool for groundbreaking insights into your unique genetic predispositions. Go to mentalhealthmap.com and be empowered on your mental health and well-being. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Oh, and one more thing. We've got to get into uh, an old school time machine classic. Can we uh, come up with something like that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Something? Anyway? Something fun. Maybe something the... from one of our iHeart um, performers. Ooh, well, there's a lot of classic artists on yeah. the, that list. <laughs> Lisa says Journey. Yeah. Oh, God. Old school Ooh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Some cheap trick. We'll, we'll get into that. <laughs> hey, you know, I was uh, reading something yesterday, and, and I'm hearing more and more of about this. People who have been working from home, now they're being told they need to get back into the offices, and they're saying, mm, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love and, this. Do you know what? What's that? No, you know, it's crazy how many of my friends have either emailed me or texted me about this. It's crazy. Yeah. They're saying they're not going to go back to work. They'd, they'd rather quit than go back to, mm-hmm. to the office. There is a, a big corporate CEO or whatever at some huge financial uh, company in New York City. and says, hey, I know you guys uh, left New York to live other places you know, during the pandemic. He said, well, you need to get back. Otherwise, we're not going to pay you New York City salaries. Meaning... We paid you a certain salary because the cost of living in New York City is higher than in South Dakota, where you were spending the pandemic. So therefore, I guess they're going to start slicing and dicing people's salaries if they don't move back to New York City. Wow. A lot of people, though, up and left and went and bought houses different places. Even a lot of people in our company, you know, they did that. That's true. But did we not expect that we were going to come back to work one day? I mean, right. I don't know. You had to think that through before you signed yeah. on the dotted line when you yep. took out that loan for that house. You know? I have a couple of people who said, I know they keep saying this is, you know, I have to get used to now this new norm and get back to work. But I don't like the new norm. I want to go back to the old norm. And I'm, he says, I think I have to rethink whether or not this is what I do with my life. I'm like, wow. I'm like, okay, well. Well, That's what a lot you of feel. people are doing it. Yeah. So th- th- this is this conversation that you, I guess you could be having with your friends or other people you work with or just us here on the show. You know, yeah. um, is this what you needed in your life to make you think, well, maybe there's something more to my life I can do, you know, other than this. If they're going to force me to go back to an office I don't want to go to and I like living where I'm living, maybe I need to reconsider this. Right. So who's first to uh, go overboard? Anyone? <laughs> No, I'll be back. Don't you worry. <laughs> you can't get you can't kick Condi out. Yeah, no, I'm coming back. It's been great, you know, being able to spend time with loved ones that you wouldn't normally be able to spend time with. But I've looked at this whole thing as borrowed time that I know we're coming back. That I know this isn't going to last forever. So I'm taking advantage of it while I can. It's a bonus. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A bonus. I'll be back. <laughs> See, we also take into account people like Scary. And yeah. um, and Straight Nate and Scotty B, they've been in the studio practically the entire time. Right. They, yeah. they never had time out at their new house in oh. in Kansas. Well, I feel <laughs> a lot of my a lot of my resentment is out of uh, jealousy because I when I have been on vacation, I've seen people that are doing their regular daily routines from a laptop, you know, by a pool. And yeah. I'm like, wow, this that's cool that they get to do that. I'm I'm envious of that life. 
Isn't it awesome, though, that people have figured out that that can be done? Yeah. Like, if you need a sick day, or if your kids are sick, or if it's a bad weather outside and you can't drive to your job, you have figured out a way to do it, a lot of people at least, to do it anyway, or or how to get it done. You know, it's crazy. Someone just sent a text and said, this is why our boss did not allow us to work from home, because he knew this was going to happen, and people (laughs) weren't going to want to go back. Well, all right. So, um, but as I'm looking at our Zoom screen... Right now, uh, Garrett and uh, producer Sam are now in studio, you know, several yep. uh, days, several weeks ago. Gandhi was in. Uh, we were in a yep. few days. Danielle, yep. me, you, yep. and, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Froggy, what about in Jacksonville? Are you guys ever going to go back into the studio there? Yeah, they are starting to reopen the offices, but they're also talking about moving to a smaller place because not everybody's going to be back at once. So exactly. I know that that conversation is going on in many places and many businesses across yeah. America as well. Well, I will tell you, as far as radio stations go... It's time to get out of those old, musty, huge, cavernous warehouses anyway. You don't, I know need, that it. You don't need it. In, in the Miami studios, that place was an old grocery store warehouse or something. Yeah, it's, well. <laughs> it's, it's cavernous. It's outdated. It's unneeded. And you know what? There's so much empty space there. It's kind of sad. Right. It's, it'd be better to have yeah. a smaller, new place. With like you know a, a, a change of scenery, I think it's a it's a good time to reset. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, do it totally. So I mean, they're moving our studios from downtown to uptown to yep. move in with corporate, and they're not going to be as cavernous as they were, but they're going to be really nice. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Yeah, they'll be really nice. So there is that. What, what? Why is that stink face on your face, Samantha? What's What's the deal? Sometimes I forget Elvis calls out things on radio. <laughs> I, I'm sure the studio is going to be really pretty, but one, I'm not going to be able to have all of my creative clutter around me, right. which I'm emotionally adjusting. And two, I mean, it is priceless to be physically this close to work from where I live right yeah, now. It's, it's yeah. going to be a little different. It's going to be a little different for us. Is what it here. is. I'll get over Wait, it. Wait, did you see they made us take a test about like coming back to, to work or something or like a course? Uh, right. after the pandemic and in it said that they want your desks clean and then they said the reason is because it's better for the hygiene and to keep the you know better to keep surfaces clean because with the you know with the covid and everything i'm like this is that's bs they don't like clutter that has nothing to do with the covid i do not believe this line at all at least tell us what it really is <laughs> yeah, no, well i tell you our, our studios and our offices uptown the new ones New studios. It it will be a, an adjustment because we're look look at our studios now downtown where you guys are. It, it's yeah. a crap. It's a crap hole. <laughs> Absolute I mean, crap hole. But it's our it's just, nest. It's it, it, I know, but nests are full yeah. of like feces <laughs> and trash. <laughs> but like, I, I don't want to live in a nest. I gotta say, I don't agree with a couple of things, and and the reason is is that you want to be in a place that you feel at home and comfortable. If you constantly feel like you have to not mess up or you're going to get in trouble and whatever, it's very, your anxiety is at an all-time high when that stuff happens. Well, you'll get used to it. Like, I I think they have a no-plant policy. No plants allowed Ah, on your desk. Get out! I'm not coming back. I I really do think there's a no plant policy. And there's a no oxygen policy, too. I just want you to know. We'll be good. We'll be good. Danielle is on line 20. Uh, an HR consultant. Oh my God, this must be a nightmare oh for you, Danielle. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Doing well. So, as an as an HR consultant, you have to be the go between between the people who own the company and run the company and the people who work for the company to make sure all is fair and, and people are being treated well, right? Correct. Yep. So, so with people who are not wanting to go back to the office and are actually considering just quitting the jobs, 
just to have a better you know, way of life rather than having to go to the office. I mean, what does that what does that mean for you and what you do for a living? Um, well, it is a literal nightmare. Um, we are having clients that are requiring them to come back to work, like advertising companies or people that have been able to work from home. Um, but the productivity is not there. So they're saying you need to come back to the office by X date or there's not going to be a position for you. Oof. And um, it's, it's really tough because as a mother myself, you know, I've enjoyed the flexibility of working from home, but I get it. Kids can be distracting, homeschooling, you know, all of that stuff. Uh, but at the end of the day, we have to go back to what we've been doing because our clients expect that and their clients that they work for expect that. So we've got to get back to the office and it's, it's different. That's for sure. Well, let me ask you this. Um, I, I have no idea what the answer is. That's why I need your, your perspective. If I decided to, to not no wait, if they decided to fire me because I don't want to go back into the office, is, is there a lawsuit there or are they legally okay in demanding people come back to the office, the pre-pandemic setup? I mean, there's always a risk for a lawsuit, but if we're giving them the time to set up daycare, to set up whatever that they need to to come back to work or provide flex- flexibility. So we're doing a lot of hybrid. So you have to be in the office hmm. three days a week versus five days a week. So we're really trying to work with employees because I I don't want to take that position where if you don't come back to work, you don't have a job. I don't think that's fair. Um, So we're really trying to work with the employees to figure out why they're concerned. Some of them just feel like it's not safe still. Um, And so we're trying to take that approach. But um, it's up to the business owner, essentially, on how strict they want to be with it. Uh, text just came through. Our supervisor was told when we go back into the offices, we have to be mindful of people's mental health and that some people who have been in full isolation may need a little more, little, little help. And please, you know, don't write them up and, and give yeah. them hell. That, that, that is another thing to consider. You know, we were talking earlier, huh. uh, Danielle, about how now that we're getting back out into social situations, it's a little, we're a little rusty in our communication skills with people we don't know, things like that. It's got to be really, really anxiety it's got to be a very anxious situation if you've been in isolation for all this time and now you're going back into an office there's got to be quite an adjustment so i'm assuming from an hr point of view that's another thing you have to keep an eye on right yeah we're doing a lot of uh training programs at least i am recommending that to my clients where we're doing some communication training um implementing mental health days so when you have vacation sick or personal you also get mental health days so in that beginning transition time um, or doing four hours a day instead of eight hours a day in the office. So it's really time to, for employers to be creative and keep that in mind yeah. that it's been a very weird time for everyone and people that might not have had, ever had anxiety now do. And that's you got to keep that in mind idea. as well. All right. Don't you so. think that's a great idea? Like you kind of do like you put your little toes in first and then you put your <laughs> one foot in and then the other foot like a couple of hours here, a couple of hours there and you get used to it before you go full throttle. I think that's there a great go. idea for offices. Should, let's take off the next week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, that's not I don't think that's. Let's right. do it. Well, Danielle, uh, I know it's a living hell from any chart perspective. Best of luck to you. It will all make sense eventually, don't you think? I do. All right. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to us. I appreciate it. What was your uh, thought, uh, Gandhi? So we have a plot twist coming here. Florida is now about to have the most normal people with the best mental health because that state never shut down. They don't have to readjust to anything. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> All the stories true. are now going to be like a New York man. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, that, that's already starting to happen. Oh yeah. Scary thinks that if you don't go back to the office that you should take a pay cut. 
Absolutely, now. because the I'm scared to shut up. During the yeah. pandemic, <laughs> here's why though, because during the pandemic, you guys who were sitting at home, you you gave yourself a raise, saving on gas and tolls and all that other stuff and commute time. So now it's almost like you got to go back to work. You got to make a decision. So if you want to stay home, you probably should take a little bit of a pay cut. But may I counter that? Sure. It's the yes. opposite. It it costs the company less if you don't come in and they they don't don't have to rent that space. So actually, right. they should pay you more to stay at home and work. Right. That's oh, yeah. causing the company to pay more money. So scary. Thank you, Elvis. Shut Elvis, up. can you say that? Elvis, can you say that louder for the people in the back, please? <laughs> we should receive at-home bonuses. Mm-hmm. Isn't Please. there also an argument that <laughs> Scary Nate and Scotty have had a great run being able to be social for an entire year when everyone else was locked in their house, that yep. your mental health has been better, and that in itself is money? Well, there is that, but Gandhi, look at who they're stuck with and who they're interacting <laughs> with. Touche. Really, I know. And I did hear Scotty say he doesn't want us all to come back just like that. He's oh, like, yeah. you guys need to do this a little they at a time. Yeah. Because I can't handle it. Rotate. Yeah, we got to slowly get in. I, I got phone calls. Is um, Phil still on line one? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, Hi, Phil. Phil. Hey, Phil. Phil, hey. Thank you for holding out. What's, uh, what, are you, what are you thinking about all this? Have you been thinking about it actively? Or is this like making you go, oh, my God, this is something we need to be considering? <laughs> No, I've been thinking about it actively. Scary is dead on. I'm I'm someone that has not been able to stay home once. Uh, and I had friends traveling out west going snowboarding for a month and a half, uh, you know, opening their laptops in the lodge, doing all their work. Uh, and that was a huge perk for them. And everybody that had to go to work now is just like, okay, like we're going back to normal life. But it has been normal life for so many people. Still. There you go. Yeah, the, the company, and, like... You know, you, you know, you you were working for us, but you were working for us next to a pool, drinking a margarita. Right. Hello. <laughs> exactly. Wow. And and I mean, I'm honestly, I'm happy I got through this morning. <laughs> I, uh, I've been listening to you guys going to work every single day. Um, and, you know, I'm happy that I didn't even win anything, that I could just talk to you guys this morning. Oh. Uh, oh, you, guys, you guys helped, you know, me go through the pandemic, going through to work every single day. Aww. Yeah. Every day. Do you yeah. mind if I ask what, what do you do? I'm a healthcare administrator. Oh, oh God. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, you, it's so yeah. important. Yeah. Wait, you had to be there. Yeah. Get your ass in the office yeah. there, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Well, and th- thank you for uh, keeping it rolling. You know, and and look, and here we are. Now Now the world is turning into a different world, and we're going to be fine. It's just, you know, it's kind of an interesting conversation. Phil, thank you. Have a safe day today, okay? Of course. Thank you, guys. Here's Thank what you. they need to do for all the What's people that? who have been by the pool with their laptops and stuff. We do this slowly, so let them have cocktails by the desk for a while in, <laughs> yeah. in the office so they get back to swing. Well, things. didn't we already do that? Yes, <laughs> well, that's for us. That's different. But yeah. for like other people, like a margarita, frozen daiquiri, well, you're all ready I'll to tell go. you, Danielle, there are two people that work for iHeart in New York, and I'm not going to say their names, two people that I know of who are out of the country the entire time. Good There's for one them. who's still yeah. doing his job in Mexico. Are they coming a, back? At a resort. He's still there. Uh, maybe that person's not coming back. Disgruntled no. employees when they come yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, sorry, you have to leave paradise. Get your ass in the office. Uh, Renee on line 24, uh, something to think about. Is this conversation giving you something to think about today, Renee? Oh, absolutely. What is that? Tell, it, tell us what it is. If they made me come back to work or they told us we had to come back to work, I would have to seriously think about it because I've been working from home this entire time. 
and I haven't worn real pants. Right. <laughs> that's, that's, yep. one, that is true. That is one true. of the perks. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. One of the major perks of working from home is not having to wear real pants. I think, you know what, as a society, we've really just kind of thrown our hands up in the air regarding mm-hmm. pants. That's it. Uh, but... <laughs> The conversation you're having in your mind is going on with a lot of people. That's why we thought we'd bring it to the yeah. show today. A lot of people are going, I don't know. My life is different now at home, and I think if I found something else to do professionally to make some money and, and, yeah. and, and survive and support myself where mm-hmm. I don't have to go into that office, I'm going to do it. It's right. gonna, I think this is definitely going to change the landscape. As far and as I think business. that a lot For of people sure. just put into perspective what's most important in their lives over this pandemic. And so... Even if they do go back to the office, they may adjust things a little bit and just realize that, okay, well, I used to do this. I'm not doing that anymore. You know what I mean? Just like yep. fit fit different things into your schedule or your world. Thanks well, for listening, Renee. The other thing working from home, too, is I, you can keep up with all your house cleaning stuff, too. I can get my laundry done in a day yep. rather yes. than waiting for the weekend. Elvis and I say that all the time. <laughs> Put in a load of laundry during the commercial break. It's fantastic. Hey, thanks for listening to us, Renee. I appreciate it. Very much so. You know what? In a, a couple of texts are going, hey, you know, are you guys trying to shame people who were forced to sit by a pool and work? No, we're not. No. Not at all. Not we're at all. jealous. Awesome. I want to sit we're by jealous. a pool. Yeah. It's been scary. awesome. And once again, scary is so easy to debate with. His thought is, <laughs> if you really are enjoying so much being at home, that means you have no loyalty to the company. Mm-hmm. Well, scary, you got to keep in mind, we were told we couldn't be in the building. And that, right. that means I don't have loyalty to my company? That's bullcrap. Oh, I'm talking about yeah. now. I'm not talking about last year. I'm talking about, do you are you showing enthusiasm and team spirit and loyalty by continuing to sit home with no imminent danger? And it's more just a convenience thing, so you could put a load of Absolutely. laundry in or cook breakfast. Just because we approach how we, we serve our company our company in a different way doesn't mean we don't have loyalty to the company. Not at all. Right. right. And to go back to Elvis's point, one could argue that it's more loyal to the company for us all to stay home and save them money than keep coming in like you do and waste their money. That's true. Yeah, you're a big money waste. Money waster? What's that problem? Did you see area code, the text from area code 954? I'm counting the days to go back to the office. I got to get away from these kids. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I bet there's a lot of that. And scary, when you go home after work, what do you do? You always tell us, you go to sleep. Oh, I rot. I sit home and rot. So a lot of us don't do that. A lot of us have very busy lives, so... Being home has actually helped those busy lives. So you have to look at everybody and not just your bubble. We'll figure it out. So Nate is, I told Nate, I said, Nate, go to the phones and try to find people uh, who don't want to go back to work. He can't find anyone. He said there's a lot of anger on the phones. (laughs) A lot of angry people saying, I had to go in this entire time and other people are staying home. Yeah. I, I can't find anybody that doesn't want to go back into the office. Yeah. And look, you know, we are definitely are not. We are definitely not uh, having any issue with people who were on the front lines and continue to go to work. Oh my gosh! No. Every single day to keep the world moving and putting themselves in danger and their, their danger and their families in danger. Keep in mind, though, uh, the other a lot of people like us, we were forced to not go to work. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's it's different for everyone. You know, you can't. It, it's apples and oranges. In it's a way. too bad they can't let like the front line people stay home now and get a little bit of a break. Yeah, like you know, give them a vacation now. Give so, them the p- cocktail at the pool. Well, <laughs> yeah. You know, we're just now getting people starting to listen to us again because now they're going back to work. Yeah. Keep in mind, they weren't listening. A lot of people who were the essential people that kept the, the world spinning and keeping us alive and keeping us fed and keeping us healthy and safe, they've been listening the entire time. Yeah. So, so we thank you for your loyalty. 
We were yeah, here for, for you real. too, even though we may have been at home folding, folding long laundry during the phone tap. <laughs> right, making breakfast. I don't know. Toast exactly. with cream cheese. <laughs> this is, you know, we all we all have to do what we're what we're supposed to do in life. You know, this is how it is. What? Why are you laughing, Scary? I want to know, Danielle, what's for breakfast this morning? Uh, well, had, are you cooking something? I had cream. No, I actually don't cook during the show, Scary, but thank you for asking. Oh, no. And you know what, Scary, to be perfectly fair, I, I don't think anyone has eaten more heartily than you this past right. year. Oh, that's so, true. So, <laughs> I, I, I can't eat in my mouth. I mean, I don't, even, don't even start, start with me. Uh, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut because it'll just get me in trouble. <laughs> no, no. Actually, uh, it's what you get paid to do. <laughs> Go ahead. No, no, no. You don't get paid to shut up. You get it's paid to get good. into get into trouble. Say <laughs> yes. it. No, what? I'm just saying. I just really think that Scary only thinks about his world. He doesn't think about other people's <laughs> world, and that's just the way he's. Oh, I love him, and he would do anything for anybody, and I know that. But I really think a lot of times he just sees what he what his whole life and his bubble, and he doesn't see the other people's. Well, that's why God brought you to Scary to enlighten him and let him see another side. <laughs> You're we a gift from God. I can't wait to hug you in person, Danielle. No, oh, God, pelvis I'm, first. Once again, think of yourself. Just don't pelvis me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't get pelvis and pale her. Okay, in pelvis. Hey, uh, Nate, before we, I guess, we leave this, Nate says every phone line is jammed. Everyone's trying to get through. Nate, what is like the, the, what's the ongoing theme of most of the phone calls? What are they saying? Uh, it's, it's a lot of, I had to go in this entire time I, we're starting right now since i brought it up to get some people that don't want to go back to the office but i would right. say 90 percent of them are people that have had to work this entire time and they're kind of siding with scary i hate to say it so but, but here's the thing are they siding with scary because they actually believe people need to come into the office or are they siding with scary because as scary said he's jealous of the people who get to oh, sit home and do the other seems stuff more the sour grapes route. <laughs> okay yeah all right well which i, I get see. i totally get that i get that too yeah I get that too. I get but it. But I will say, I think at one time they did tell Scary there was a way to do his job from home, and he said, nah, I don't want to do nope, that. No, it would be clunky, and the show would be off the air, and I would have been fired a long time ago. Oh. That's how they pitched it to you? No, that's wow. how I know it would have went. <laughs> oh. can, can we revisit that then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, th- I think we're pretty darn clunky with you there. So. It's okay. <laughs> Look, you know, this is a, okay, you know what, okay, let's, let's bring this all into perspective before we move on. This is another thing that we're now learning about, and that's the side that had to go to work and the side that worked from home. Mm-hmm. We, we have to agree that it, it's, it's, just, it's, it's, it's the way the, the cards were dealt, okay? Yeah. It just was. And uh, no one, no one loved doing either either side, you know. And we no. definitely heard the stories because we were here every day, even though we may not have been in the studio. We were still connecting with our listeners every single day. We were hearing from people calling from emergency rooms where they were working, where they were in tears because they had to take a break because they just saw four people die within Ugh. sixty seconds Ooh. of each other. We were there. We were there for that. We we oh, know right. what we realize what you're going through. Okay, I'm not dismissing that at all. No. But now it, this is just a new dynamic. We have to try to figure out between us the the people who kept working in office and the people who worked out of office and then also the people who lost their jobs the people who had to yep. care for kids or mm-hmm. for people who were sick at home and couldn't go to work look at the women's workforce women more unemployed women than ever yep. it was women because women we found out definitely the roles were 
were were defined. Right. They were the caregivers. They were the people who had to, who decided they needed to stay home. A lot of them with their kids, and there were people. Yep. Yeah. And and a lot a lot of women are in service industry and industries that were just decimated. Mm-hmm. So. I have to Absolutely. say that We've learned a lot. I, we, we have been very blessed with iHeartRadio because, or iHeartMedia. Working for them, they have been very understanding of everybody's situations. And even coming back, they have opened up conversations. They want people to feel comfortable. They don't want you to do something you don't want to do. They're very... They're very in tune with the people that work here, which I think is, is, is you know, a lot of people aren't blessed to work for people like that. So Well, I know? agree. And you know who else, you know who needs to be paying really close attention to their employees right now? And I know that they know this, but it's it's easier said than done. Healthcare. Yep. Huh. People who own healthcare industries and run healthcare industries, do you please realize the burnout? Mm-hmm. The burnout and the on top of the dedication and everything that happened. In your companies and in your healthcare facilities, and, and continue to this day. I mean, even though things have are starting definitely quieting down, you know, now they have new issues. People who couldn't come in for elective surgery now are coming in for surgery. Right. You know, so now they're busy. They're still busy, and they're still fried from the pandemic. They're still dealing with it. We're talking about anxiety, mental health, everything, and just plain tired. You know. Yeah. So we have a lot to learn from this pandemic, and I think it's great. It's great that it's so evident the things that we need to be paying attention to. And so with that said, we need to take a break. We've got sound on the way. We've got Danielle. We've got Old School Time Machine. We've got everything you need all coming up. So hang on. Elvis There's just something about his tongue. <laughs> In the morning show. And let's start with Tonight Show last night. So Father's Day this Sunday, and Jimmy Fallon did his hashtag dad vice. So advice you have gotten from your dad over the years. He said, don't think of it as the heat isn't working. Think of it as it's an opportunity to wear all your clothes at the same time. He says, my dad swore that constantly patting your belly was as good for you as sit-ups. She says, my dad once told me, if you're a good enough driver, you'll never have to use your brakes. He says, always pay your car payment before your house payment. You can sleep in your car, but you can't drive your house to work. There you go. <laughs> yep. Very. He's got dad. a point. Yeah. Very dad. Like, all those lines are so dad, right? Uh, yes. I'm so using the house car thing. That's we, so good. We move over to Jimmy Kimmel. He did Lie Witness News where he takes a camera crew, goes out onto the street and asks people, hey, what do you think of this? Like the Summer Olympics. Summer Olympics don't happen until the end of July. But he asks people, hey, are you watching the Olympics? Which Olympic sports have you been watching? Uh, figure skating. Wonderful. So you must have seen Nancy Harding win that bronze with her torn ACLU. Correct. Would oh you like God. to wish Nancy Harding a speedy recovery on her ACLU? Yes, Get I Get right would. in there and let her know. Nancy Harding, congratulations on your speedy recovery and congratulations. <laughs> so people have no idea. Wait, the I'm Winter so, Olympics are going on? I can you didn't imagine know that. Much it would hurt if you ripped your ACLU? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah. So. Um, all right, we move over to TikTok. This woman judging you on first dates based off of where they go. What type of restaurant you take her to? 
Applebee's. I immediately note that you're probably an alcoholic and are only here for the $1 Long Island iced teas. I'm ecstatic. We get blocked out, hook up, and probably never speak again. Olive Garden. It's clear that you tried to make an effort to pick the most romantic out of the options that you had. Also says that you're not real picky about the food as long as it has butter and calories in it. I agree. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. it doesn't make up for the fact that you're not Italian because a real Italian wouldn't take me here. Chili's. You immediately win. I know that you're a man of taste, culture, and style. And if you bring up the two for 25, we might actually have a future together. Buffalo Wild Wings. I applaud you for not feeling threatened by the look of me eating wings. So there you go. So wait, Applebee's? What, what, what is that Long Island iced tea special they have? Applebee's. <laughs> I'm going today. I'm yeah. there today. You right, really don't ahead. care about me, but, except for the dollar Long Island iced teas. Oh, and then, dollar. And then finally, we love science on this show, right? And uh, oh, yeah. I get some science from YouTube from time to time, like this YouTube ex expert explaining what a fart limit is. You might be thinking, well, the more I can get into my farts, the worse they'll smell. Yeah, Ugh. that's true, but only to a point. I call it the fart limit. According to OSHA, if your farts were 30 times stronger, they wouldn't even smell like farts anymore. They would smell sweet. And if your farts were 100 times stronger, they would smell like nothing. <laughs> Anyone who got a direct whiff would experience immediate olfactory paralysis. A fart could literally be silent but dead. <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> that, but that's interesting, though. A hundred times stronger could literally possibly kill you. Wait, oh. Okay, how could I achieve that? Because I may have to use that right. on someone later. <laughs> Get back we'll, to we'll okay. practice. We'll practice after the show. All right. Uh, is that it? Is, is, are you ending on the high note? <laughs> yes, a smelly note. Yes. You're a good. You're a good American. Thank you, Garrett. Danielle, you ready to go? Right. Yeah. Right. Hold on. Danielle. The cat is on top of my prep. Hold on. Get off the prep. Hi, <laughs> friend. Cat. So the Spice Girls officially have uh, celebrated 25 years, right? So they are doing something pretty cool where they want people to upload videos and photos and themselves singing their uh, favorite Spice Girl songs. It's hashtag I am a Spice Girl, and um, it's actually pretty cool. They want you to do wannabe because wannabe's 25 years old so uh check it out if you get a chance they're also putting out like a limited edition wannabe 25 uh album and all kinds of stuff um but I don't think it's anything new. At least it doesn't look like it's anything new. I know I talked about this before, but if you didn't go and see the virtual tour of Drake's plane, oh my gosh! You oh, know how what's do I called? find it? So uh, you know what? Just Google Drake's plane. I'm sure it'll okay. come up. Or Air, <laughs> it's actually called Air Drake. So check that out. So it's 200 million dollars. That's how much the plane costs. It's a 32 second clip. There's a bedroom. There is a living room. There's a media center on the airplane, guys. On the airplane. I just can't. I didn't Do you think there's overhead storage? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Is there room under the seat in front of me? They may my, not They may not have had time or my, room for my that. Backpack. All right. Fast and Furious 9 hits theaters very soon. And Cardi B is in the movie. And she said that it was very cool because Vin Diesel reached out to her and she's like get me on a plane I'm going to be in Fast and Furious so she was very excited about it and she loved being part of it all uh, the Real Housewives of Orange County will be a little different when things come back apparently three of the familiar faces will not be there this season we don't know if it was Bravo that took them off or whether they decided to leave on their own but yeah and Reese Witherspoon even though she had an Oscar nomination for uh, Wild back in 2014 you remember that movie she says that she really had a lot of anxiety before doing the movie because of the nudity and the hip and the sexuality and being out there on her own. She was all by herself on the road if you saw that movie. And she had to go through hypnosis treatment. Uh, anyway, that is my Danielle report, and I will talk to you later. Thank you, Danielle. Send a text to 55100. There's one here that says, I have what? sex with my girlfriend's mom more than my girlfriend. 
And I'm like, what point are we at where we're now saving boxes? Because you never know when you might need that just might be the perfect box you're going to ship something out in. And so we have boxes sitting around that we're just waiting to use. But don't you dare throw it away because we might need it. Nope. Anybody else do that? I do it because of I do mark. It. I'm like, don't. I might need that for a certain type of thing for oh. mark. You know, don't you're not supposed to start that until you're like 65 years old. <laughs> right. That's what I thought. But Dude, we're doing I it early. a lot of money on Poshmark. Leave me alone. <laughs> Ooh, you know, old school time machine may have to be Calice. That's a nice request. Ooh. Just saying. Uh, I'm going to save Gandhi for last. So, Nate, you're oh, next. Straight okay, Nate, what do you have? So, I got my haircut yesterday after a year it and... looks great. Three months, four months? It I does. can't remember. Um, but why is it, when you get your haircut, that it never looks as good when you do it as when the stylist does it? I even did this. I even did the same finger movements. I used the same product. <laughs> so I you did think. everything, and it doesn't look nearly as good as when she did it yesterday. Why is that? Because you have to be standing behind you. Right. <laughs> it's it. all about the angle. Oh. <laughs> they know what they're doing. Maybe it's because they're professionals and we're not. I don't yeah, know. Maybe that, that might something have something to do with it. Yeah. Mm. I know. They always, I, I, when I'm done getting my hair done or haircut, whatever, I don't want to go wash it. I don't want to wash it. I want to like sleep yeah. with, a, yes. with a hairnet. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, it looks good. It Thank looks you. great. I'm glad Yeah, it looks great. Now, Gandhi, I save you for last. So, obviously, you have something fabulous for us. What oh, is God. I, a lot of pressure. I was actually reading an article from one of our favorite apps, Medium. And the headline of the article was, just because something sucks doesn't mean it's worth a tweet. So, of course, I wanted to read that. And they got into such great detail about what is going on with social media in the last year in particular. And said, granting slack is a much better choice than venting rage. And the key is, we all truly need to stop interpreting everything. Every action everyone takes through the lens of grievance and victimization. And that really hit me. And I hope that it hits a lot of other people and that you stop and think before you hate tweet or you go off on somebody about something so stupid. What are you gaining from that? Why are you doing this? And what's the root cause? And this article was great as far as all of that goes. And I think if we really can stop looking at everything through the lens of grievance and victimization, things are going to get better. The article doesn't say ignore the bad things that are happening in the world. It says start to take action. Do things that are going to make you feel better, not just yell into the sky. Exactly. And I thought that was great. So I cannot agree more. But can you send that to me, please? I absolutely yeah. can. I would love to read that because I, I agree with everything you've said so far. Yep. You know, it's really interesting, especially during the political... Uh, during political... Uh, Moments we went really, yeah. really political, and people start yelling and screaming at people about the left, the right, this and that. They think that that's activism. It's mm. not. Mm-mm. Yelling at people isn't doing anything about solving a problem. And I may agree with you at one hundred percent about your side and what you're talking about, but yelling at people and making them uncomfortable online doesn't solve one nope. thing. Mm, never. So so my question to you is, okay, well, what have you done to solve the problem? Well, I'm online making people aware. No, you're not. People are smart <laughs> enough. They're already aware. All you're yeah. doing is just farting on the elevator and getting off and leaving that stank for everyone else to sniff. Stop right. it. It's Directives true. are so important. There are things that you can do. There are actions that you can take besides just screaming at somebody online, which, as we've talked about so many times, it really sets your cause back a lot of times because I people so. don't want to listen anymore. And then you really give someone very little room to get new information and change their opinion without berating them and making them feel stupid about it. So you just have to come from a place of kindness a little bit more than what people are doing. I agree. Thank you, Gandhi. I love that. Hey, yeah. Time machine.
Okay. Kalise, it is. Yes. Kalise, yes. you know what? I know it doesn't mean that, but every time I hear this song, I just crave a milkshake. <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking of like chocolate milkshake. Am I the only one? I no, guess no. So. no. I'll take one. Well, you know, here it is Pride Month. And so uh, I think I was reading uh, on Pride Radio, you know, up in, in Toronto. They, they posted the question. What's the name of the first gay bar you ever visited? Assuming you've been to one. Mm-hmm. Mine was The Landing. And I was underage. Fake oh. IDs. All of our friends, we used to go to The Landing on the weekends. And all the drag queens... Hot chocolate and candy cane performing. <laughs> it was wild. I don't know. Uh, it, it turned out to be such an influence. You know, I, I started going out at such an early age. By the time I was legal, I was like, it, it, going out was just kind of, okay, we'll go out. And right. now, and we were having a conversation about this the other day, gay bars, I mean, I, I don't want to speak for everyone, but I don't, I don't really, we don't go to gay bars anymore. We really just go to bars. We just want to be with people. Nice. You know, it's not, it's not really a, well, let's go to our gay bar. Right. Some uh, friends of mine love going on gay cruises. I would never go on a gay cruise. Why would I go on a gay cruise? It's all gay people. How boring. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want everyone. Okay. I mean, this is me. I want to hang out with everyone. I it's just, I don't hear, you know, I don't know. Anyway, the name of the first gay bar you ever went to. Anyone? So there were a couple. There's definitely a place called Havana where I remember going often. Where? And then I always, that one's in Columbus, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a place, though, I always thought that it was a gay bar, but I guess it's not. It was just the first place that I'd ever seen men dressed as women. It was Mango's in South Beach. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But I guess that's not really considered a gay bar as much as like a tourist trap. <laughs> there's that. <laughs> and, you know, then most towns have at least one gay bar that has the word boots and the word saddle uh, in it. <laughs> or feathers. Yeah. We have a feathers bar. Feathers. <laughs> right. And of course, feathers. in Philly, you know, in Philly, there's always Woody's. We always go to Woody's. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, <laughs> yeah, that's a good What name. about you, producer Sam? I was really disappointed because I thought I was going to my first gay bar. It was called Old Queen's Tavern and it wasn't. It was a sports bar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so upset. I really expected it to be a gay bar. How funny. Yeah, scary. It was Splash, and you took me to it, Elvis. Yes. I'll never oh. forget these guys taking showers on stage where a stripper pole would be. <laughs> yeah. They're taking showers, and there was this silhouette backlit of them, you know, kind of like doing stuff with themselves, and they had a little oh. tiny washcloth as a towel, like they were drying themselves off. <laughs> yeah, Splash, that was quite a place. I've never Does that so- still exist? No. That sounds great. Oh. No. I mean, never- we, went, we, we went to Splash like the last week it was open, and I remember walking out going, God, it's time for this place to close. No. It's done. I never felt so on display. It's so, it's so interesting to me, and I think it's a positive, where a, there are a lot of, lot of LGBTQ people who don't really have to go to a bar that's just for them. It, go to any bar. Yeah. Right. Go, just go to a bar. Be, just be with people. You know, roll, just stir yourself into just everyone. The everyone crowd. In New York City, in the village, you know, Greenwich Village, a lot, a lot of the bars are gone. Some of the old school bars are still there, like the Monster, where Uncle Johnny goes to sing show tunes. And mm-hmm. It's fun to visit every once in a while, but you know, the most fun I've had at the Monster is when I've taken my straight girlfriends. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've been there with you, and it was actually a ball. <laughs> I know, we had a great time. We did. It's kind of fun. I'll tell you what, though. A gay bar makes me feel pretty. Because when you go out to a, whatever, traditionally straight bar, you don't have guys ever noticing the effort that you put in for your hair and your makeup and the outfit. Go to a gay bar, not only do they notice, they announce it and they make you feel pretty. So I appreciate you guys. Thank you. 
You're very welcome. Yeah. Isn't it Froggy who, if he goes to a gay bar and he doesn't get hit on, he gets upset? He's like, oh, get a life. Yeah. He's like, come on, you know, dude. Why? What? What I mean? at least want somebody to talk to me. At least, like, you know, make me feel like I'm wanted. Just because they like guys doesn't mean they like you. Well, I didn't you know say everybody in the place has He's to like me, but one. I just want one. He just oh, wants froggy, one person. Froggy, froggy you got to keep in mind. Gay yeah. bar, not gay bar, whatever bar. You know, yeah. not everyone goes out to get picked up. Not everyone goes out to pick up. You go right. out there to meet people. I, it's not. I, it's not I like know. oh, I'm I guy guaranteed. Want... I'm going to score at the gay bar. It, yeah. it doesn't work that way. He just wants one person just want to look one. his way. Elvis. I just want just one. one. I'm not asking okay. for everybody in the place to stop and turn and look. I mean, I just want one to go like, hey, I'd like to talk to that, and then nothing happens. And then you're going right. to reject him, ruin his night, get out of here. No, no, okay. no. I'll be nice. Oh, okay. uh, we got Matthew oh, wow. on 24. Hey, uh, Matthew, how's it going? Hey, how's it going, Mr. Elvis? Doing okay, sir. Uh, you, so uh, uh, you went to you went to a gay bar, had an interesting name. What was it? Uh, yeah, first off, I'm straight, 100%. But I okay. love, I have gay friends, and uh, they're fabulous. So I go to the gay bar with a Ramrod in Wilton Manors, Florida. Oh, yeah, I've been to Ramrod. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Manors is awesome. That's a great it name. was so much fun. Yeah, the bartender is a big old burly uh, German right. guy with with no shirt on. It was it was a blast. There you go. You know what? Can I say go- just I love you guys? Absolutely. Aww. I love that. I love that love you love too. us, Matthew, and I love that you you can go out and have fun anywhere you want to go, especially the Ramrod. <laughs> yeah, the Ramrod, baby. Yeah, I know. It's a great I name. I walked out be- of there with a couple. There used oh. to be a, a place in um, somewhere in Arizona called Lickety Split. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. That sounds anyway, like a place I'd go. With that said, <laughs> Matthew, thank you for listening. Hey, can, can I can I just say I love Froggy, I love Gandhi, I love Danielle. It's the first Uh-oh. time I've ever gotten through. Oh, love thank you. Oh, we love you. You got a lot of love, I Matthew. I love you too, Elvis. Well, as and, I you. And I'll, I'll make I, sure. Well, I got to mention everybody else now. <laughs> we have so many. All right, we got to run. We'll meet you at the Ramrod. Right. <laughs> have a great yes. night. Pride. Uh, that was off the Ramrod. All right, let's get into. Uh, is it the three things? Yeah, the three things we need to know. Okay. Gandhi. It's sponsored by the Ramrod in beautiful Wilton Manors. All righty. Yeah. Jeez. A meeting between President Biden and Russian President Vladimir Putin is now underway in Switzerland. The two leaders shook hands before they walked inside. They agree relations between both countries are at an all-time low. Today's topics include cyber attacks, nuclear arms, human rights, and climate change. Biden's goal is to open up lines of communication. He'll also hold a news conference minus Vladimir Putin when it's over and then head home. Juneteenth is now one step closer to becoming a federal holiday. The Senate passed a bill yesterday, which now moves on to the House. Juneteenth will be celebrated this Saturday, marking the end of slavery in the U.S. The day was initially observed in Texas, but spread to black communities across the country. Last year, New York's governor signed an executive order, making it a holiday for state employees. And finally, Danielle, we talked about this already, but Disney is bringing back the fireworks. They've been gone the entire pandemic. Yep. They're very excited to do this. They say that that really puts the cherry on the Sunday at the end of the night. And it's obviously going to be a really, really good historic moment for them because now things are, quote, getting back to normal. And those are your three things. Elvis Duran in the morning show. I always turn them on on the way to work. Elvis Duran. Wakes me up every morning. Hello, ladies. Hello. 